Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Broncos country. We've got here post-game. Denver Broncos, Chicago Bears. I have Christopher Hart here with me. Um, what a comeback. Uh, they were down 28-7 to at one point in the third quarter. I'm sure a lot of us felt like, boy, this game's over. Um, and yeah, they they came back. 20-400 answered points. They looked good. The defense was fired up. Even scored a defensive touchdown. Um, a complete 180 from the team that we saw in the first half. Uh, in fact, I think there was a first half uh, halftime graphic that came out over the previous six quarters. The Broncos defense had given up 91 points and 991 yards of total offense. Pretty much the worst defense in NFL history over any stretch of uh, six quarters. Um, but, you know, they woke up and they were a completely different football team. You know, I got Christopher Hart here with me. We both do kind of a post-game recap post on Mile High Report, um, along with this Mile High Broncos podcast uh, that we do post-game. But uh, we we had to rewrite a significant portion of our posts uh, before publishing them. <laughs> Is that right, Chris? That we did. You know, I'm going to be completely honest. In the third quarter, when we were down that much, I decided to go shopping for a little bit and uh, come back and see that 
in the fourth quarter that we were coming back. And honestly, you know, I, I know a lot of people were embracing the tank and that narrative and the Broncos lose today. Hey, we're in the Caleb Williams hunt. We're in the Drake May hunt. But I'm just going to go out there and say it's actually nice to see them come out with a victory. They were down so much, but for the defense to show up like it did in the fourth quarter, that Nick Benito, you know, he got the ball out. Jonathan Cooper took it in for a touchdown. Jackson cemented and iced the game with that interception at the end. The defense looked horrendous in the first half, but when the Broncos needed a big play, when it actually, well, I mean, the whole game matters, but when it really, when the rubber met the road, they came up and they fired back with the adversity. The offense, who has struggled to come up with a good second half performance all season long, finally in their fourth game, they put it together against the Bears. Uh, the Bears defense was decimated by injuries. They had four players out that were starters in their secondary. But for the Broncos to come back and have this victory to show the grit and determination that they did, I think that's a, that's a really good thing and it's a positive. And we should be excited about that. Uh, there's a lot of season left. We don't know how it's going to play out, but hopefully this is the confidence booster, the morale booster that that locker room desperately needed, you know, to help propel them maybe to a victory next week against the Jets. And we'll see how it plays out in the weeks after when the schedule gets a, a lot tougher. But it was really nice to see Wilson have a great game. Uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, the undrafted rookie out of Youngstown State, he had a great game, uh, seven carries for 72 yards, three catches for 32 yards and a touchdown. Uh, you know, with uh, Javante Williams going out early in the game with that hip injury, uh, he really stepped up and he, he made it known that he could be a good player in this offense. So it was really nice to see uh, on both sides of the ball, certain players in both units rise to the occasion to secure that 31 to 28 victory. Good stuff. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, you know, it's just, I think, we even left out the critical, you know, the, the bears went for the win and, you know, on that fourth down run inside field goal range on a tie game, uh, less than three minutes to go. Yeah, Alex Singleton came up big with that stop at right at the line. And that's, you know, the, the defense has been atrocious, you know, really bad defense all year long. And we really can't be sure if this defense has turned a corner because they were playing the bears, which, until they played the Broncos defense was literally the worst offense in the league. Um, so we'll see how it goes from there, but you know, they came up with the, the, the game winning plays the Broncos came up with in the second half and two players, two rookies that I think need to get the ball a hell of a lot more moving forward. Jaleel McLaughlin and Marvin Mims jr. Those two guys. Oh man, they're electric. Like I could, I could see a future where this offense is, is just home run threat after home run threat. And I, I just, they're not there yet, obviously, but I, I see glimpse, a glimpse of the future with those two. And, and it really excites me. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, the crazy thing is, and you know, I've been writing articles week after week after week. Let's get Marvin Mims the ball. Let's get Jamalil McLaughlin the ball. And Mims, he might have only had two or three targets today, but he had 47, that deep one at the end of the fourth quarter. The game clincher, you mean? <laughs> yeah. When, when, I understand Sean Payton's idea that you have to slowly acclimate these guys, that you've got set plays from, that you've got things drawn up that you know that they're going to excel at and do. But it seems like every time the Broncos and Russell Wilson decide to throw it deep down the middle of the field or out on the boundary, Marvin Mims is making a play. And I get that they have other receivers and there's other players that you have to get the ball to, 
But outside of him goofing up on that kickoff earlier in the game or whatnot, he has not had a bad play in any rep that he's participated in all season long. I want to see him get the ball. Uh, we don't know what's if it's going to be a serious inter- injury for Javante Williams with that hip or whatnot. But, you know, instead of using Samaje Perrine, uh, they gave the ball to Jaleel McLaughlin, and he just has speed. Vision. And open. Yeah, he's got vision. He's got open field ability. Sure, he's a smaller guy, but both those guys, McLaughlin and Mims, they're track stars. And you look at the other good offenses in the league, like, like Miami, like we faced last week, they've just got fast players, and it's hard to combat against that. So the more reps that they get, the better. And, you know, I mean, sure, the, the – we've got a long way to go, but getting them more involved in the offensive game plan just sounds like a great idea to me. The only thing that can stop Marvin Mims is the sun, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, um, was that Marvin Mims or Jaleel McLaughlin? Actually, I think it was Marvin Mims who got blinded by the sun on the kickoff. I can't remember. It was, now. Mims. It was Mims. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I know, I know McLaughlin does the punt or does punts too. So, or kickoffs. Um, but yeah, we're doing. Uh, we actually get to do a games game balls post today or, or tomorrow. We publish it tomorrow on Mile High Report. Um, if you could pick one player to give a game ball, who would it be? I'll, I'll claim it for you in in the chat right now. I'll probably just give it to Russell Wilson, man. Oh, I mean, too late. The, Ian already took. Russell that's Wilson. okay. That, that, <laughs> oh, if Ian took it, that's fine. But I just really <laughs> want to give a shout out to Russell. Uh, a lot of us have been hard on him. Uh, the offense hasn't been great. You know, and he has improved or whatnot, but when you trade that many picks, you give him that big of a contract, the, the expectations for him are just so high. But today he was 21 of 28. He completed 75% of his passes. The yardage isn't a lot. It's only 223 yards, but three touchdowns. And he was efficient. And I'm not too sure what they were like on third downs. I don't have that stat in front of me or whatnot, but it was easily the most comprehensive and complete game that they've played all year long. And I give a lot of credit to Russell Wilson to be the leader of that offense and get those guys going, being efficient with the football. Uh, I had been critical of him in early posts uh, with the screen game. It just looked like he didn't have a good feel for that. But the Broncos screen game today with the running backs, that looked really good. And I was impressed with Russell. And uh, he gets my game ball, even though I can't write about it. But, yeah, I mean, Russell – yeah, he gets my game ball. He he did good today. I'm 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 proud of the way he performed. Yeah, I'm, I'd go with Jaleel McLaughlin. You know, come in injured player as a rookie. You know, he took that one of those screen passes for a touchdown. You know, just shifty finding those lanes, and then when he bursts through the hole, geez, he's so fast. Like you know, he they've tried to get him involved, and it just seemed like every time they tried to get him the ball, it was like the play was blown up. There was a penalty, like all these bad things were happening whenever they would try to get on the ball. And then today it just finally all came together for him. So yeah, I'm pretty happy about the about his play. But yeah, Russell Wilson, you know, he hasn't been the problem this year. He's been pretty damn good, actually. Um, very efficient, but problem is is you can't he's not a guy that's gonna score ten touchdowns in a game, you know? So when your defense is giving up ten touchdowns in a game, what 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 are we what do you expect from Russ? <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's the you hard know? thing. Yeah. That, and that's the hard thing with the defense being as bad as it is. And even though they came up big when it mattered in the fourth quarter today, uh, it throws your entire offensive game plan, a curveball when you're down 
14 points, 21 points, 28 points, you know, down 50 points to the Dolphins. Uh, it's, it's very hard to be efficient that way and get things going. But uh, I really like the way that he was spreading the ball around today to think maybe eight or nine different receivers caught passes today. He was dialed in. I mean, he, he, he and Peyton, they called a good game and he, he was very efficient. So that was, that was great to see. And I'm hoping that next week against the Jets, they, they keep building on that momentum that these defensive uh, turnovers at the end of the game that helped swing things in the Broncos' favor, that that gives that unit, and, you know, not just the players, but maybe that gives Vance Joseph as a head, uh, as a defensive coordinator who, you know, has head coaching experience, maybe that gives him confidence, you know, moving forward next week and in the weeks to come, because they're certainly going to need that defense to show up and make plays like they did in the fourth quarter. You know, if they want to get the season back on track, they're one and three now. Uh, they could very well be two and three next week against the Jets. I'm not going to say that any game's an easy game, a winnable game, but hopefully this game is a confidence booster that gets them over the hump and can get them to two and three by the end of next weekend. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, I guess the other one. Hold on a second. Yeah, I guess the other one would be like. Um. Like if they do win next week, their their schedule is just brutal. Like they're playing at the Chiefs, then they play the Packers. Let me pull up the Broncos schedule. It just gets really tough. So losing next week, it, it would be catastrophic for their chances to turn things around. But right. even if they do win next week, they got at Kansas City, home against the Packers, home against Kansas City, at Buffalo. I uh, just whew. Like it gets, then, it gets yeah. brutal. Yeah, that's. I mean, the the Chiefs uh, twice in that short order with the Bills, who looked dominant today. I mean, Josh Allen was on one. Stephon Diggs was on one. Good for my fantasy teams because I have those players in in multiple leagues. But uh, yeah, I mean, we got to take it one week at a time. Broncos country, uh, the writers and staff at Mile High Report, we can be happy about this victory. Or maybe you could be upset if you were hoping to embrace the tank and get uh, an 0-4 record to have a better shot at Caleb Williams, et cetera. But, hey, you never know what can happen in the NFL. You would have never been able to convince me that the Broncos were going to lose by 50 points last weekend. Maybe they do awesome against the Jets. Maybe they, if they split against the Chiefs, that's good. You don't want to. Oh yeah, I mean, Chiefs, but if they can split that, good for if them. They, if they beat the Chiefs and the Packers, they're back in the season, like right. because they they play the Packers and once and the Chiefs twice in a three game span. If they beat the Jets, yeah. split the Chiefs and beat the Packers. I mean, they're what one, two, three, four. What can I do math today? They'd be four and four. I mean, that would be right. that'd be massive. Are you kidding me? Yeah, like hey, I, hey, I thought it said, I thought it was four and four, and I was just like, my brain was like, no way they could get to four and four if they, but I guess if they beat the Chiefs, they could. But I mean, let's be realistic. I mean, let's go back to the the draft talk. You know, they they're playing the Bears, and the Bears are really bad. They're they're historically bad defense, really bad offense, and the offense they're off. The Bears offense today looked really good, and their defense looked decent, and it's like, okay. Was that because the Broncos are bad too, <laughs> right. or is it because you know the Bears had a or, you know are are turning things around? Also, I, I it's hard to say. Well, both of these teams were desperate. I mean, each of those coaches, Sean Payton, Matt Eberflus, 
I mean, with their teams, man, you're in the locker room or whatnot, anything that you can do to get a win. Those teams were hungry. They were playing hard, both of them. And it's one of those things that, yeah, sure, we only beat the Bears, but guess what? The narrative, if, if things don't go well, is like the, the Broncos are the worst team. The, the, the defense is the worst in the history of the NFL or whatnot. But no game in the NFL is a gimme. I don't care that the Bears' defense was terrible. I know that Justin Fields has struggled or whatnot. I'll take this win as a confidence-boosting mechanism for the team. Oh, hopefully yeah. Hopefully to build upon something better in the following weeks. Because if they lose today's game, they dropped 0-4 there's absolutely no way they can turn this around at 0 oh, and yeah. four. I mean, you're maybe looking at three or four games or whatnot, and who knows what the future holds for the rest of the season. And, and the, the win- way, the way they won too is important. You yeah. Know, come back. They had yeah, their back, time. back against the wall, 28 to seven. You don't win that game in that situation, unless the whole team comes together and rallies as, as a whole Offense, defense, special teams, everybody contributed to that comeback win. Yeah. So, you know, that that can be a huge confidence booster. It's not like one one side of the ball had to do it all or or whatever. It was a total team effort. And that is that is something that can rally guys together. You know, and I'll I'll feel a little more excited if they take care of business next week against the Jets, you know, at two and three going into Kansas City on Thursday night football. So they have a chance to do something to change basically everything. Um, I, you know, I'll, I'll go into that game probably expecting a loss as, as much of uh, us fans, you know, we're realistic too. We want them to win, but we're not stupid. <laughs> right. Um, you know, well, yeah. but they have a chance to really change the narrative. And, and even if they lose to Kansas city, if they, they play well, they look good. They got back to back home games going into the bye week they could theoretically, you know, get on a little run and and maybe get back to 500. If they get back to 500 before the bye week, you know, the whole narrative of this season just shifts. You know, that that 70 point beatdown in week three is going to be a distant memory. Yeah. But you know, they're a long way from there. I, you know, realistically, we got 13 games left. 13 games left to play. Let's go. If I, <laughs> if I were to be realistic, they're two and six heading into the bye week. <laughs> You know, that's that's where my expectations are, given what we've seen from the defense. Even today, you know, sure, they, they rallied, but, man, Chicago's still moving the ball easily, you know. There's, there's, there's so much concerns on the defensive side. I just don't know if they can win a lot of games this year. And, you know, that's that's one of the things that, you know, somebody mentioned today was like, which was worse, the 22... 2022 Broncos offense or the 2023 Broncos defense. And honestly, I don't know yet. The jury's still out on that one. But no, I, I, it's, as of right now, I'd say the 2023 Broncos defense. I mean, I'm not here to hate on Vance Joseph or any of those players. They give it their all. I mean, they're literally trying to do their best. But I mean, how many times in NFL history have teams gotten 70 points dropped on them? I mean True. that's that's embarrassing, three. but hey, three, actually that three. that was a couple of weeks ago. That don't matter anymore. Let's just be be happy the Broncos came with a victory. That's right. and, Broncos and are one that, and zero right now. That's all that matters. They're one yeah, and zero. <laughs> hey, you know it's one of those things. Like you said, I mean they could very well be two and six at the bye because they have a gauntlet of a schedule. But without wins like today, where they could have easily just folded, and it could have been a catastrophic loss. 
after how the first half went, they rallied, they got their shit together, and they performed at a high level in the second half, especially in the fourth quarter. They got the W. Those small things can build into greater things. And I'm not going to be the most optimistic person and say it's a given that they're going to win next week or they're going to go on a streak or whatnot. But without games like today. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You have to start somewhere. And you couldn't have asked for a better confidence builder with a rallying comeback, being down 21 points and, and, and scoring, what, 24, 28? 24, an, 24 unanswered, yep. Yeah, I mean, that's big time. I mean, I mean bad teams don't go on runs like that. So I'm not going to say that they're a bad team right now. Uh, they're a team finding their way, trying to find their identity. And, hey, they were comeback games today, and that's all that matters. So I'm, I'm really happy to see them come out with a victory. You know, it's funny. I have a, a friend who's a huge USC fan. And uh, during the game, he, he texted. He's like, so am I going to have to root for the Broncos next year when they get Caleb Williams? And then, like, I got another text at the end of the game. He said, LOL, never mind. <laughs> So I was just like, oh, thanks. Yeah, good. You know, but it's not like Caleb Williams would fix the problems, but I could see the see why fans would get excited about that because you're talking about a 21 year old, you know, franchise altering, all, all, franchise changing talent. Yeah. Um, but the Broncos, I never believed the Broncos were as bad as the worst teams in the league. They were just playing as bad as the worst teams in the league. And I think they'll end up playing themselves certainly out of the number one overall pick, but probably closer to, you know, the top five range. But, you know, I, I just don't think they'll be in position to do anything quarterback wise uh, as usual. I mean, it depends. I mean, you look at history and I think I uh, can't remember who had wrote it or posted it on Twitter the other day, other day, the, the uh, Sean Payton has started Oh, and three, three times in his career when he was coach of the saints and all three of those teams finished up seven and nine. Well, if you're finishing seven and nine, you're picking outside the top 10 in that 12 to 18 range. And you're probably not going to be able to get a quarterback there or whatnot, but it's just one of those things that, you know, after three losses fans, I mean, and I don't like, 
and I don't like to be that guy either. It's how they lost, though. You know? Yeah, so you I mean, can't, you can't I, I be can't that blame guy. anyone for giving up and being like, hey, let's just acknowledge the fact that the Broncos aren't good, and if them tanking or finishing in the bottom five of the league gets them a top five pick, that could get them a player, potentially a quarterback, be it a Caleb Williams or Drake May or Shadur Sanders, which I don't think he's coming out, so that's kind of a relevant discussion anyways. Um, yeah, that's got a lot of a that's a huge appeal to a fan base in a team that's going to be, regardless of how the season turns out, they're going to be making significant cuts and changes to the roster because they've got about five to seven guys. And we've talked about them, whether it's Simmons, it's Bowles or Gregory or Sutton or Judy, et cetera. They've got a lot of high value contracts for players that necessarily aren't performing at their best. And they're already over the cap for next year. So, you know, no matter what change is coming or whatnot, but we'll just have to wait and see. You know, I, I, I tried to do a weekly draft article or give people insight on that or whatnot, and there's a lot to follow or whatnot, but I'm just going to be content with uh, this afternoon's victory against the Bears and have a good rest of my day. Well, I would love to, you know, let you do that, but I'm going to hit you with one more question before we leave. Sure. Do you think the Broncos win next week? You bet. At home against the Jets. You bet. You bet. I mean, this, you know, we've all been a part of teams before, and obviously not at a professional level. But even think back to when you were a kid or when I was a kid, getting that win, like what it does, like it matters. Like it's going to give them confidence. It's going to be like, hey, now it's just one week at a time. We're not 0-3 anymore. We're 1-3. And we're taking this week by week. And obviously Sean Payton had some very not nice things to say about Nathaniel Hackett, even though Aaron Rodgers is hurt and not quarterback for them. There's going to be a lot invested physically, mentally, and emotionally from both coaching staffs, from all oh, the players. I think, oh. I, think the, I think the Broncos win, and I think they're they're going to obliterate them. I think it's going to be a 31 to 10, 31 to 13. I hope so, man. I want to see him roll. I mean, I got nothing against Nathaniel Hackett. I feel bad for how things turned out. Um, I think, you know, if everyone could turn back time and uh, change that chapter in Broncos history, we, we most certainly would. But, uh, Wait, you don't like 64-yard game-winning field goal attempts? <laughs> I just didn't like how they performed last year. But, yeah, I mean, after today's win, we can't be super confident, but I'm just going to acknowledge the fact that little things like this, these victories, these comeback victories, they can build towards something greater. And I think that they continue this winning streak and they'll win two in a row uh, and they'll show out at home. And, hey, can you imagine uh, everyone at the stadium – this coming week had the Broncos lost this game, how many no shows there might've been, but even a win against the bears, that could just be, you know, they're uh, revitalizing the 12th man out there and have the crowd be fired up for the jets game this coming weekend. I mean, let's go. I'm ready. I I hope they hope they destroy them. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It'll be fun. At least they, they won. So we can put that to rest and kind of move on there, but, um, they're no longer winless, everybody. They've got one dub. Yeah, we got one, one dub. But you know, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, it's a long season, like you said, and um, super excited about that win. Like I, I had so much fun in the second half seeing them come back. That that um. That fumble recovery, the strip sack for a touchdown. Oh, that was for all the bad defense we've seen. That was that was like that was so nice. 
so yeah, nice. And, so. and it's nice to see young players like Jonathan Cooper and Nick Benito do that. It wasn't like a, a long-term veteran like Randy Gregory. It was young players out there making plays. Oh, yeah. I mean, Cooper uh, and Bonito got the start over Gregory. So yeah, there might yeah, be some, some changes coming there. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, at this point in time, I mean, I'm not going to dog Randy Gregory or anything like that, but I think it's very safe to say that he's not going to be in Denver's plans for the 20, uh, 20, uh, 2024 season. Um, but yeah, I mean, you invest a high pick in a guy like Nick Benito, who obviously had some concerns coming out of Oklahoma with, you know, being undersized and not being able to set an edge. They had him be a hybrid defender there. But when he's been able just to turn on the Jets and get after the – I mean, he's looked pretty darn good. So I'm looking forward to him growing more. I'm looking forward to seeing Jonathan Cooper growing more. I'm not sure when Baron Browning's timetable is, if it's not going to be till week six or whatnot or when he can even start practice. But uh, – They've got some talented players that need to see the field more, and uh, I think this will help uh, maybe make that fire in those guys' bellies burn a little bit stronger. And I'm confident going in next week against the Jets, and I hope they can pull it out and have a two-game win streak going. Yep. All right, well, I mean, that's that's what we got here for the post-game show edition for My Live Broncos podcast. Uh, Broncos with a massive comeback, comeback win, 21 point down in the third quarter. They rally for 24 points to win the game. Uh, just a huge win. It could be a season-changing win. We'll find out. Uh, it's, but it's exciting to finally be covering a uh, Broncos victory, and, and hopefully there, there's more to come. And go Broncos.